And we have a guest with us this morning, Lisa McDougall. She is the stroke coordinator at Holy Family Hospital. And Lisa, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. Good morning, Wynn. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, so uh, I wasn't aware, uh, but you have informed me that the month of May is Stroke Awareness Month, and that's uh, that's something to really take notice of. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, stroke is um, one of the, the leading causes of death and disability um, in the United States, so we really try to promote community awareness. Um, and get the word out as to what the symptoms are of stroke um, so that people can recognize them and get the treatment that they need. Now, uh, just uh, to, before we find out about the, the uh, you know, how you can tell somebody might be having a stroke, but uh, just uh, my, my one story uh, about a person who suffered from a stroke is a couple of years ago, my, my wife and I, we were at a bar and uh, had a drink and you know had a great time with the bartender. He's telling us all types of stories. And then like uh, three or four months later, found out that he had a stroke. And uh, that was two years ago. And he's still uh, not back at it. He, you know, he doesn't have the job anymore. But his, his full-time job is to just try to recover. Yes, yes. It, it, it can be quite a long process. Um, yes, which is why it's so important to get the word out there. Now, uh, uh, how can you tell if uh, somebody's having a stroke? So symptoms of stroke come on pretty suddenly. Um, so, And we try to use an acronym here, um, and it's been publicized quite a bit, and that acronym is BE FAST. We want you to be fast when you think you're having symptoms of a stroke. And what that stands for is the B is balance. All of a sudden you're off balance or you're very dizzy, and it comes on all of a sudden. Um, the E in BFAST is your eyes. Suddenly you're having a vision change in one or both eyes. Um, the F in BFAST is your face. Perhaps part of your face is drooping or you suddenly have a headache that affects your head. Um, the A stands for your arms. Weakness or numbness, particularly if it's in one arm versus both arms. Um, the S stands for speech. If you suddenly have trouble speaking or someone that you're watching seems to be confused or having garbled speech. And the last uh, letter is T for, for time. It's time to call 911 if you see any of these symptoms. So we really try to push be fast when you think of um, signs and symptoms of stroke. All right. So balance, eyes, face, arms, speech, <laughs> and, yep. and time. Hurry up. Correct. Correct. And and frequently what people do is they try to drive themselves to the hospital, which is not what we want them to do. We would really prefer for them to call 911. Um, the, the treatment for stroke starts in the ambulance. Um, so we really want to make sure that they are not driving themselves or they're not having a loved one drive them to the hospital if they see any of these symptoms. Very important to call 911. Um, wow, okay. That treatment quickly. Yeah, I knew somebody who drove himself to the hospital. He was having a heart attack, but a heart attack's not a stroke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, for heart attack, we want you to call 911 as well. Um, and, and what happens frequently with either a heart attack or a stroke, you know, and they are sort of intimately connected because it is involving blood vessels either to the heart or to the brain, um, is people recognize that something's not quite right, but they don't call anyone. They say, well, maybe I'll lay down, I'll have a nap, 
if I don't feel better later, I'll go in. And really the problem that arises, particularly with stroke, is there's a very short window of time in which we can give you sort of um, life-changing medications to break up the clot that could be causing that stroke. But we really only have about four and a half hours from the time your symptoms start to do that. So it's very time-dependent. Okay. Now, um, it sounds like I know a lot of sick people, but uh, I, uh-huh. I, I, uh, I, I know another guy. He was uh, doing some work. Uh, he was an electrician. He was doing some work, and uh, uh, he was kneeling down. All of a sudden, he he felt dizzy. He felt tingling in his arm, and he ended up in the hospital. And, and it turned out he was okay, but uh, they thought maybe he was just dehydrated. But I guess you you really can't take chances, can you? You cannot take chances because it, it's it's wonderful that he was just dehydrated, um, but those very much could have been a sign of a stroke. And as you know, as I mentioned, we've only got a very short window of time in which to treat you if you are indeed having a stroke, because a stroke is caused by a blood clot that generally goes up to your brain and is blocking the circulation to your brain. So we want to get that clot out of the way. So we can either give you medication to try to break down that clot. Um, or if you meet certain criteria, in some cases we can send you into Boston and they will actually pull that clot out. Um, It's called a thrombectomy. Um, But again, they only have 24 hours from the time that your symptoms start to be able to do that. Oh, wow. How does the the clot start to form? What's the deal with that? So it can form in a couple of ways. Either you might have some plaque built up in your arteries, you know, from cholesterol and all that stuff that uh, that people talk about, you know, you should have low-fat diets because you're going to gunk up your arteries. So there could be a plaque that forms and it just blocks sort of the lining of the artery. Or in some cases, people have um, some another problem with them where they may develop blood clots, something like an atrial fibrillation, which is a heart disorder, um, where you have more um, ability to build up clots and that clot could then get shot up to your brain and block one of the blood vessels. So when the, the clot gets to your brain, um, what's, the, what's the damage on that? How does, how does that affect you? So it's basically blocking the blood supply that feeds the brain. And the longer your brain goes without blood supply, it starts to die in just a few minutes. Um, and actually, when it comes to a stroke, if we block enough of that blood supply, you lose about 2 million brain cells a minute um, start to die with a stroke. So, again, we're really time-dependent. Yeah, you really are. So be fast. Balance eyes, face, arms, speech, and time. Correct. Correct. All right. Hey, uh, tell me, what, what does... Um, a stroke coordinator at Holy Family Hospital do? What's the role there? So we are a primary stroke center um, through the state of Massachusetts, which just basically means that, you know, we have the ability to acutely treat you if you are having a stroke. So as part of their stroke um, team, the stroke coordinator responds to stroke alerts when someone, we get notification if someone's being brought in by EMS. Um, So we respond to them. We provide staff education, patient education, community education um, regarding stroke. And we also help um, to analyze the data. We collect a lot of data and analyze it to try to continuously improve um, our stroke program here to make sure we're meeting all kinds of national measures um, in terms of time to, to treatment and 
things like that. All right. Well, that uh, that's a, a a full-time job right there. Now, if if somebody uh, didn't get to you fast enough, or the uh, or the the blood clot moved quicker than than expected, um, how's the rehabilitation uh, go? So we do have um, rehabilitation programs. So certainly, you would be admitted to the hospital. Um, we would try to prevent any further damage from happening with medications and and different treatments. Um, And then we've got specialists here who, physical therapists, speech therapists, occupational therapists, that we would um, have consulted. Uh, The neurologist would be consulted, obviously. And then we would set you up with a rehab program when it's time to leave the hospital to make sure that you can get back as much ability as you can. So that that means uh, you have to, uh, I guess, relearn how to use your legs and your arms and, and talk again. Yeah. Yep. In many instances, that that is the case. Yep. Wow. So you don't want to fool with this stuff, do you? No. It's a, it's a pretty serious thing, um, which again is you know why we try to get the word out to the community because people sometimes just don't realize what's happening to them. Now, do you uh, do you have numbers uh, like uh, how many strokes there are per year? Well, we probably see anywhere twenty to thirty a month here at Holy Family, um, or patients who come in at least with stroke symptoms. Some of them, you know, get diagnosed with actually having a stroke. Others may get diagnosed with having what we call a TIA, which is a transient ischemic attack. Basically, people call those mini strokes where it's sort of a warning sign that um, there might have been some blockage of that circulation to your brain, but it was only temporary. And for whatever reason, your your body seems to have overcome it. The trouble with TIAs or mini strokes is they're, they're kind of a warning sign that a, that a big stroke could happen if you don't treat them and get on the proper medication. So the medication is uh, designed to get rid of the blood clot? Yes. Well, the, the medication that we can give within that four-and-a-half-hour window actually will break down the blood clot. Um, and then there's other medications that we will probably put people on, things like aspirin, that keep your blood from clumping together so that if you are at risk of developing um, blood clots, we're going to decrease that risk by giving you these types of medicines, whether it be aspirin or a blood thinner. Some patients are on a blood thinner, like a, like a Coumadin or a Warfarin um, or an Eliquist, if you've heard of any of those. Oh, that's all the stuff that they say, if you're on medication for this or that, <laughs> yeah, yep. please consult the doctor. How about that? And and the exactly. aspirin, I always thought that that was just for the heart. No, again, that the heart is, you know, it's very um, closely related in that a heart attack is blockage of blood supply to the heart, whereas a stroke is the blockage of blood supply to the brain. So, um, So, yeah, aspirin works for the brain as well. So this uh, makes me think of, uh, since we're talking about a lot of blood, and it's probably, it's I'm sure it's not your department, but uh, it's always good to make sure that you donate blood too, right? Yes, certainly. We, you know, we're always at shortages. Um, we always have shortages of blood supply, so it's very important if you're able to donate that, that you can do so. How yeah, about that? The, the blood is truly the... The um, the thing that that saves you it carries all the oxygen to all the different parts of your body. So if you don't have enough, then your body can't carry the the amount of oxygen that it needs. All right. Well, uh, you have taught me a whole lot. Be fast. <laughs> uh, balance eyes, face, arms, speech, and time. 
call 911. Time, yes. time to call 911. <laughs> and uh, always keep your uh, your cell phone close by just in case, right? Exactly. Now, exactly. now uh, does uh, I, I keep asking questions? Is there any uh, like age uh, group that might be more suspect uh, sus- yeah, that might be get, <laughs> get a stroke more often? Absolutely. Um, the older you are, the more at risk um, you would be, certainly. Um, and there's other things that could put you at risk, things like having diabetes puts you at risk, having high blood pressure puts you at higher risk. Um, gender, you know, um, males tend to, to have more at a younger age. Women tend to have them at an older age. Um, you know, the color of your skin. African Americans um, have more incidence of stroke um, so yeah, there's, there's a, there are a lot of risk factors that go into that. So it's really important to be in touch with your physician to make sure that you know if you do have any of those risk factors that they're being addressed. Now, is this something that might also get uh, caught uh, as to whether or not you are more likely to have a stroke during a, an annual physical? Absolutely. If you know, for instance, if you came in and you had very high blood pressure, um, you know, your doctor could then treat you to keep that blood pressure to pull that blood pressure down. Um, or if you have diabetes, you want to make sure that we're keeping those blood sugars under control um, because it's when those things are out of control that it really contributes to your risk of having a stroke. All right. Well, Lisa, you are a bundle of information. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, you know, hopefully people will, will hear this and they will um, get the news that, you know, you really need to be fast when it comes to stroke. Balance, eyes, face, arm, speech, time to call 911. How about that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Lisa, thank you again. And uh, perhaps, uh, you know, Deb will uh, line you up to, uh, to have us chat again if, uh, you know, they have, uh, what do they call it, June or July is... Uh, Halfway to uh, Christmas uh, sales. <laughs> oh no! Maybe it'll be a, a month for a halfway to uh, to Stroke Awareness Month. <laughs> sure, that would be that would be great. Well, and I do appreciate you having me on this morning. Uh, it's my pleasure to have you here, Lisa McDougall. She is the Stroke Coordinator at Holy Family Hospital. She's our guest this morning here on the Wave ninety-seven nine WHAV. Wake up with Wind Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV.